Thank you for joining us today with GPA in conversation with. Today, I'm excited to announce that we have um, Michael Howard, who is the founder of Frontier Software. So welcome, Michael. Okay, thank you very much. Excited to uh, share my views with listeners. Excellent. So I have a a number of questions for you today, Michael. So um, obviously, you've been in the payroll industry for a long time, Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of people will know you based in the UK, Australia, and and obviously in other countries. Um, So can you just give us a bit of an idea of, you know, how did you get into payroll, what your background is? Yes, certainly. I actually was involved with the HR department of a leading American company whilst I was in Australia. They wanted an experienced uh, project manager to help the HR department identify where their strengths and weaknesses were. At that point, no knowledge was mentioned. So I got into payroll as a result of that. And it was from there that I then decided to set up and establish a company uh, producing leading edge payroll software at that point just for Australia with obviously an integrated HR um, database associated with it. So I'm assuming that's when you set up Frontier Software, is that correct? Yes, certainly. And that was in 1983. Um, it was from that uh, idea that I decided uh, to take the uh, the plunge and create the company. So, so when did you come over to the UK then? 1991 in the depths of recession. Uh, that was obviously on the expansion trail because we knew, and we we still do, know that we have a leading-edge software product. Um, at that point, it was just in Australia and in New Zealand at that particular point. And so to add uh, the UK was naturally uh, a natural step. So one put the plunge, but of course the recession, it was extremely difficult to set up any company of any product in the UK or any country of where there's a, a recession. Um, but our children were at the right age to return to the UK school to take A-levels, et cetera, oh, and O-levels. Uh, we have, I have two children. So um, when we meet, we, we, have, we do meet up sort of maybe three or four times a year, and I'm always surprised, and I, I don't mean it in a horrible way, but I'm always surprised about how many countries uh, Frontier Software um, deals with. So can you just give um, the audience an idea of what countries you, you do actually deal with? Yeah, certainly. Um, well, A, we have offices in the following countries. I'll st- start with the UK. Uh, UK, India, Philippines, Singapore, Malaysia, Australia, and New Zealand. They are physical offices. But in ter- terms of countries on one database, we offer payroll in 23 countries. Uh, many of them uh, listeners will not have heard of, uh, but obviously Ireland, UK, uh, Philippines, India, Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, Fiji, Papua New Guinea, Australia, New Zealand, uh, remote islands in the South Pacific, uh, Tahiti, New Caledonia, uh, British Solomon Islands, etc. Um, and of course, uh, any expansion on in the in the Arabic area for Middle East, Dubai. Uh, so we are expanding our base, and we offer one integrated platform for those particular countries where we change our what we call our payroll, our innovative payroll engine to suit those countries. Terms and conditions for payroll. 
That's interesting that um, that you can have like a single report for all those countries. Oh, yes, definitely. A single report. And indeed, more than that, because we have many clients who are, let's say, have a payroll for the UK, but they have their employees for other countries on the same database. And we have one particular uh, client that just springs to mind, London-based, uh, have been a client for a long time, and they have employees in South Africa and Japan and in Australia um, accessing the database because that's where their employee data is held. It is the, the source of truth for their HR requirements. Having been in the payroll industry for quite a long time, um, what do you see as the future of pay, like payroll? What do you predict? Well, there will be many changes, Melanie, as, as all countries predict, and some are more innovative than others. Uh, some are leaders, some are followers. But there is no question that there has to be a reduction in tax complexity which exists. That's from a, a business point of view and a logical point of view. There will be many things from a technical point of view uh, that uh, perform some tasks that are currently performed manually. We have done that. We've achieved that for many clients with automated workflows, automated scheduling, uh, so that you can wake up in the morning, you don't have to run the pay because it's run for you. Um, with reconciliations between the various items. And of course, uh, use of, of what the, the common terms is, which is being banded around now, artificial intelligence, AI, there will be many aspects that, uh, but they have to be of benefit for the company, of course. Uh, merging of uh, the different forms of taxation uh, will help. So, Obviously, um, you would have seen a big change with Frontier Software, and I would assume <laughs> it's work. almost like having another child. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you obviously, I, I assume you started off with yourself. How, how many employees do you have now? 565, Melanie. That's such a, a change, and it must be so strange as well, because I would assume you wouldn't really know all of those people now, where in the early days you would. Uh, yeah. mm. That's that. That is a fact of life, Melanie. Absolutely correct. As I walk up the stairs in any office, for example, in the UK uh, or in Australia, then who are you? I don't know. Put out my hand, shake. Pleased to meet you. How long have you been here? And then they say, "Oh, eight years." What? <laughs> but you see, of, of an office, when there are a hundred people in an office, you, it's impossible, and you're only there for a short time. Uh, so, and you don't meet them because you're locked away in offices all the time. So uh, myself as founder and obviously the board member where de um, details are, are discussed, it's intensive yeah. and you don't socialize and you don't know the people and it's the growth. It's no different from, uh, it doesn't matter who you pick in organization, Bill Gates and Microsoft, he would not have a clue. Of course he wouldn't. And he never will do. But that's the growth factor. Um, and therefore, communication between the board and myself and others throughout the globe is imperative, which obviously we accomplish. Ironically, I happen to be going tomorrow, uh, no, the day after, I should say, to our War Warrington office. I haven't been there for quite a little while, actually. And there's new people there. So it's small. So one will get to know them. But when you've got a big office, there's no chance. No. So what does the future hold for Frontier Software? Oh, well, if you look at it from a software point of view, we are expanding our, our product portfolio, totally integrated, of course, 
from the beginning to the end, from recruitment to terminations, and adding uh, newer functions into the HR mix. We will be adding new country payrolls into the mix as well. Again, offering a complete environment so that it is on one database. That's the next plan. We've just finished a couple of payrolls. Uh, for example, the newest one, India. So we're offering uh, Indian payroll for companies who are on the database and wish for us to compute their Indian pay along with the Philippines, another one. So what's your one biggest achievement for um, your time at Frontier Software? <laughs> Starting from the beginning and ending up where it is at this point in time, Melanie, to be honest. Uh, obviously, one has to lead from the ground up, and we have a very good bunch of long-serving uh, staff members. For example, here in the UK, uh, 24 years in the Australia, we still have people who have been with us for 30 years as well as 19, 18, 17, 25. Uh, tomorrow, in fact, one of the UK staff is actually retiring, so we're having a retirement lunch, which is uh, one, one of those things in life. Uh, so the biggest thing is continually, continually to offer customers and, new, and exist, existing customers a well-founded, well-rounded, reliable, proven product along with good customer service, which is obviously what we try to achieve and, and proven to achieve. So having um, having staff for that long a time is a really good testament to to your organisation, and I would assume that gives also your customers the feel of um, li liability. You know, sort of um, that they can uh, depend on on you to have good service because they know the people there. Yes, it's very true. Of course, any organisation always relies upon new blood coming into the organisation, and. We have very long-standing staff. Now, not all of them are working five days a week. They've come down to four days a week and three days a week. Uh, with their knowledge, they're passing on, which naturally enough you have to, uh, because when people have staff have been with the organisation 30 years, for example, a lot of knowledge. So we pass it on. We've got a well-founded library, etc., where uh, people share their knowledge. And indeed, when we have created new products, Nobody has those knowledge, so that takes time, of course, and, and then the newer people are getting that knowledge as well. So, yes, we've, we're very lucky in that respect, uh, long history and good customer service with proven products. So I know when we meet, you're, you've normally got jet lag or something because you've just flown in from the Philippines or Australia. So where, whereabouts, is, you know, whereabouts are you based? <laughs> Let me just uh, say I have a... Uh, 985,000 miles on Philippine Airlines. I have uh, 495 on, on Singapore Airlines. Uh, and I think I've got 295,000 on, on One World, which is BA, stroke Qantas, stroke other airlines. Somewhere in the air, Melanie, I do spend my time between UK, Australia, and the Philippines, and of course on holiday. So I know that um, one of your hobbies is cycling and I, I'm always amazed about how much you cycle. So am I okay to share this with everyone that's listening? So what, what's, the, what's the most recent um, cycling tour that you've uh, recently? Yeah, cycle. Yes, cycled. Uh, the, the most recent was April of this year. 
well, my daughter and I, we just cycled a small distance. wasn't very far. It was from in South Korea, from Seoul to Busan, 920 kilometers, but quite small in comparison to other journeys that we have taken or I have taken. So the reason, one of the reasons why I'm like really super impressed by this is because of your age. And I know we've talked about this before, so I know you're not going to be offended by me asking you how old you are. Would you like to share that with everyone? Yes, certainly. It means everyone's got to do a bit of research. I was born on the day that Israel became a state as a country. And so I'll leave you with that. Look at Wikipedia and find out. So um, so is cycling how you actually relax? Is that is that your go-to thing? Yes, sort of, Melanie. I mean, work takes up. Work is pleasurable, naturally. I don't tend to work at weekends. I say, right, no emails on Saturday, no emails on Sunday. It's just deleting emails, and I don't read the ones that I need to read. I leave that to really Monday to, to Friday. So I do cycle. Um, keeping fit is very important the older you get. I like cooking, by the way, actually, but I don't do a lot of it, but I do enjoy it. I enjoy reading cookery books. Um, I do. It's a bit of a challenge sometimes to create something it's it's the creativity side that i enjoy so i've learned something new about you then i didn't realize you're into cooking i actually i've actually written a cookbook have you so that surprised me (laughs) (laughs) just now now i have to ask what sort of food mixture anything anything that people can use and cook anything that's complex in ingredients i don't bother with i really enjoy anything so what's your biggest personal achievement then Having children, <laughs> being married, having children, and of course, creating Frontier Software, Melanie, um, and other journey that have happened in life, which there have been many. Creating a company is not easy. Creating a company and staying in business since 1983 is a very long time. And uh, staying and surviving and employing people, never having to uh, crawl to the bank, which is very important. Uh, one has a master of your own destiny that is the key in business if you can do it Uh, unfortunately Mm -hmm. when we read the news uh, the companies they don't survive for a variety of reasons fortunately frontier software is destined to be a a company that will survive a hundred years i cannot see any reason why it shouldn't so if you had a chance what would you what would you tell your younger self enjoy keep fit that's the that's what I would say to anybody, to be honest, Melanie. Forget anything about money. It's not important. The most important aspect is keeping fit and keeping healthy. Without it, absolutely. There's nothing I would change uh, from what I have achieved and performed in life. Nothing. I'd repeat it. So my, my last question for you then, uh, Michael, my desert island mm-hmm. type question. If you're stuck on a if you're stuck on a desert island, what would you have with you? What would you take with you? Oh, if you're stuck on it. Well, I certainly, I think I would take a device that has instant communication to anyone, anywhere in the world, whatever that may form in the future right now. Um, but of course, if you're stuck, then what happens when the battery runs out? That's the key. And so you'd have to have a, a solar panel with you. So I would take a a device with a solar wow, panel. Uh, that definitely makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> well, when I cycle in these exotic countries, Melanie, I take a solar panel with me. Do you? You do. Yes. 
because you can't rely upon electricity. I didn't even they know do. they existed. They do. Okay. That's, oh, I've learned two new things oh, today. Yeah, You see, you learn a lot from me. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, well, thank you so much, Michael, um, for spending time with us today. Um, if anybody wants to contact you, is it best to contact you through LinkedIn or, or um, through email? No, not really. LinkedIn is, is only one means, the best way. If, uh, just send me an email. Uh, the office knows uh, you can always just send me an email. That's not a well, problem. thank you um, so much for your time, and um, I'm sure I'll catch up with you soon, Michael. Okay, thank you very much, everybody, and uh, and as, as they say, in, enjoy your day. <laughs>